Hello, good evening, welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. I believe this is edition 157 of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, my name is John Chigu. Glad that you're with us this evening. We are broadcasting live on YouTube as we normally do every Thursday night. Uh, getting started a little late tonight. Uh, it's been a, a weird past couple of weeks for a lot of us here in the Cantina Mekis podcast. We do want to send a big shout out and thanks to Beto Campa for sitting in solo for the past couple of weeks as uh, folks' schedules and uh, travel itineraries were not allowing them to participate in the Cantina Mickey's podcast as they normally would. So we do give a tip of our sombrero to Beto Campa for filling in for us and filling in admirably. I must say, on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. He got a lot, of, a lot of good feedback from that. A lot of people are saying that it was the, the best podcast we ever had. Actually, no, no one is saying that. But uh, we do want to make him uh, have just a, a little bit of a big head for a little bit. No, we, but we do thank Beto Campa for doing that. As I said, my name is John Jagu. Happy to have you with us this evening on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Joining me tonight, and hopefully we'll have others uh, climb on as we are... On the show, we have Joel Aceves. Joel Aceves joins us from California, but for the past couple of weeks, Joel Aceves uh, did a little traveling. Joel, where did you go? I was in Spain and then in Portugal. Spain and Portugal. Yeah, one week each. Wow, that must have been very nice. You probably had a good time. It was rather hot, but it was nice. So, 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 LA weather, John. I was about to ask you. So, like in LA, you know, it's like it's like the highs are in the low seventies, high high sixties. So, to you, like seventy five is you're dying. You want you want to you want to spend the yeah, whole man. day by the pool. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Well, Joel, happy to have you with us. You'll have to fill us in on the uh, on the big trip a little later. Uh, I know that uh, you didn't get a chance to do as much of the of the football stuff on this trip as maybe you. Uh, uh, had 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 would would have considered doing it at at a previous point in your life, but we'll, uh, we'll yeah okay we'll go back to it we'll we'll, we'll discuss it in a minute but we do have uh, we do have other pressing matters to talk about Hoyle. none more pressing of course than oh see I, I turned it down and I, I could have and then. So Joel Chivas, they had a, a one-one draw with uh, with Club America in el Clásico Nacional, el Super Clásico, el Clásico de Clásicos, el, el, el partido más importante de las Américas. Uh, outside of Joel, maybe Boca River Plate, I would have to say that uh, the, the, the Chivas América is the is the is the biggest and well, most important rivalry match in the Americas. And, and I think there's a lot of Brazilians that are going to be angry at you, John. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know there's, any of the Brazilian classes. See, it's, here you go. I don't, know any, I, don't, I don't know any. Of, well, Fla and Flu. Flamengo and I mean, Flu. How many, how many times do people think of, no, of a I big Clásico and they go, oh, yeah, the Fla Flu Clásicos. Just, I mean. <laughs> but I think that's, that's the one with the most, you know, just, just Brazil being as big country as it is, uh, they have just way more fans than than in, than Argentina, with both clubs both being Buenos Aires based. 
Well, I mean, the whole Liga Argentina but, is Buenos Aires based. I mean, let's, let's... yeah, no, but but you know, you're you're right that at the international stage, you asked about you class fans from other countries, and without knowing much about like the Argentine league, they'll know about the River Boca. Right. Uh, but yeah, but I think La Flu is also very huge. Uh, but but I think with with you know, us being in the U.S., you arguably say it's one of the bigger even in this country. Yeah, there's no question. And, uh, you know, it ended in a 1-1. In a one, one. I did not get to see the, as much of the match as, as I would have liked. But I did get to watch uh, some of it. And, you know, and, and I got to just – it cracks me up when I hear a coach like uh, like uh, Pio Carrera at the end of it complain about what the, what the other team was doing. Dude. If you don't like what the other team is doing, then figure it out and beat them. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just that is just such a lame he, excuse from a coach. Well, they 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 were doing this and this. He did well, seem salty. <laughs> well, you know, figure it out, dude. You know, draw them out, lay the trap. So I didn't uh, I didn't have much sympathy for them, and of course, America uh, did miss a, a late penalty. It's funny because I like I I turned the game off like at the 85th minute. Oh, this is nothing going to happen to this thing. But you know, shame on me for that. But uh, it does end in a one-one draw. Uh, uh, Alan Pulido scores uh, the goal for uh, for Chivas, and and then uh, you know, and then Pretty Boy. Uh, he can't do his own uh, his own celebration. He has to do a Ronaldo celebration. Why why can't Pretty Boy Pulido come up with his own his own shtick? Ah, we're missing Campas here. He's a he's a Pulido expert. He is the Pulido expert. <laughs> He's, so yeah, but but you know, Pulido has been scoring, which is good news for Chihuahua fans. Uh, he, it would be it would be know. good news for a lot of people, Joel, because uh, uh, as as you know, uh, in addition to the big Super Clasico, Clasico Nacional, the the most important soccer match in North American club soccer, Chivas America. The other big news of the week, which is probably our, our really our main topic, but uh, it's just always fun to start the show. And, and you know, and frankly, I always look for excuses to play because <laughs> it's such a great drop. I mean, I mean th- th- that that is just you know emblematic of, of of what Guadalajara is and what it stands for. You know, I'm not going to have Shakira say, <laughs> you know, or Solasterio. You know, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have the man rip, rip, rip that out. So you know, we will want to play it as much as possible. But there is, uh, there is national team news, Joel. As, as, uh, and anytime there's national team news, that seems to pique the interest of, of a lot of folks, especially uh, here, here in this country. So uh, let's, let's let us jump right in, Joel. There are two friendlies, post World Cup friendlies that. Uh, Mexico has decided to play in Mexico, which I think is a good thing. Playing uh, in Querétaro and also in uh, in the Volcan. They're playing in Monterrey, but not at the at the pretty new Tamalera, though they're their future World Cup stadium. No, they are desperately, desperately making making moves to see if if they can somehow somehow convince Tuca Ferretti to. Uh, to take the gig, so they've 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 moved. Uh, as you pointed out before, the communications girl is now at Femex Foot, 
their uh, the uh, president of Tigres, El Inge, is, is looking like he's going to be the next commissioner of Liga MX, which of course is a separate. And when I say separate, I am air quoting uh, a deal than 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 than, than Femex Foot. And now they're playing this game at the Volcan. So Tuca doesn't even have to leave his house. Tuca can have, he can have the concentration in his backyard. And then, then they would probably allow it. And can Uber. That's right. He wouldn't even have to. They would have to Uber to him. They would have to Uber yeah. to him. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, you know, it, it's a list that, 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 that frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, somewhat happy about because. There's, you know, players that, that that need some opportunities to be on, on this squad. Yeah. And, and, and go ahead. No, yeah, John, it's something we've been talking about here for a long time. How it, the selection is looking to be more uh, league. It's going to be more league heavy. Go, going into the next cycle, um, and it's 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 also like. A lot, a lot of people had fear that Tuca wouldn't call young players, and it's his three, his list for the four games uh, has been filled with young players so far. So I, I yes. think if that was a concern for for some, if if the Brazilian was to take over, I, I don't think that should be a concern any longer. So here's a. Uh... Here's a list right here. They have um, three goalies. It's Hugo, Hugo Gonzalez, Raul Gudinho, and Gibran Lahoud. Big news here, of course, is that probably, this is the first time probably since the mid-70s that we haven't seen either Corona or Ochoa or Talavera. <laughs> it's been a long time. Or Conejo. Conejo Soros Rex. Yeah, or Ola Ferreira, you know, or Jorge Campos. It has been a while. So there you have that is your uh, the the uh, goalies you know you know goalies are getting a chance and I gotta tell you the uh, I, I've always thought that at least in the past five six years you know Mexico's very deep at goalkeeper and, and why is why is Mexico deep at goalkeeper because there's a lot of Mexican goalkeepers that play regularly in Liga MX so you know what a shock if if you're gonna play a lot you're gonna get better and you know you're gonna be able to uh, uh, you know, give a, a showcase of, of your abilities and talents. So that's what we have with, uh, with yeah, these three guys. Yeah, it's it's been, uh, you could say Talavera, Corona, and, and Memo have all been pretty consistent the past, what, four or five years? Dude, the past 15 years. <laughs> Long, I, mean, I mean, Memo's been, long, been uh, called up since 2006. I mean, Memo's been getting yeah. called up for 12 years. No, but he did go through like a little rough patch. Um, but but uh, overall, he's he's always performed, you know. Or like overall, he's with with the national team. He's always he's always managed to put in the good performances. Yeah, yeah. These three guys, they look pretty good. Um, not not worried. I don't think there's there's any worry. I think the only worry we have, and it's something that we're here at the cantina, you know, where we try to make tomorrow's news today. That's right. Was was the striker? We've been talking about this John, since we, yeah, since our since our um, gentlemen's pack articles 
That's right. You are exactly correct. So let's yeah. let, let's compare that then to the goalies. So what happens in Liga MX with goal? Out of the 18 teams, there's, what, maybe four or five foreigners that, 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 that play goalkeeper in Liga MX. The, the, the majority of the, of the goalkeepers in Liga MX are Mexican. So it would stand to reason then that, uh, that, that there would be a, a pretty decent pool of players from which to pick from. And I think that these three guys, you know, as far as the younger guys, are, are, are excellent choices. Let's compare that then to the strikers. In, in Liga Mekis, so we're out of out of 18 teams. What two Liga Mekis teams have Mexicans as as as, uh, as their starting striker, and one of them has to do it because of the of, of the of their personnel policy. Yes. So, it, is anybody shocked shocked then that the the forwards uh, chosen for this are uh, Raúl Jiménez, who's who's playing very well actually at. Uh, at Wanderers, he, he's learning to be, uh, for lack of a better term, a defensive forward. I mean, he's 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 learning how to how to help get the ball back, and the, he he's done a very. I think he's I think he's played very well. He's he scored goals. He's missed some, but he scored some, and he and he sets up up. He has two goals and two assists so far in, in England. So he's 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 playing pretty well. Chucky, of course, and then there's uh, uh, Henry Martin. And Angel Saldivar. And so the only other guy that you can choose right now is, is Pulido, which he was chosen uh, in the last go around. And uh, Alexis Vega, who frankly sh- sh- should at least be given consideration because he's, you know, again, you know, one of the few Mexican strikers that's, that starts a place for a good team, Toluca, and is actually, you know, has, has done pretty well. Was he injured though, John? Well, I've 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 been I've been I've been in an ed- been out three weeks. Same here. I have no idea. <laughs> Same here. But what? Yeah. One thing that I that I guess that they're doing is that they're just they're just giving other players a shot, I guess, to see how they how they are. You know, like like si hacen grupo. You know, sure. just to see how how they react to being with the national team or or how they get along with other players. So I, I think that's one of the main things they've been doing is just, you know, give them, giving these guys out, a feel. Trying to figure uh, out who 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 were who the fiesteros and who were the yeah who are the team players like the, the the guy that might not get to play but he's still he's he's still cooperating and and being. So do, do you have a problem with with fiesteros on the national team? Juan? Does does it bother you? You know. I think um, I do because not because like I don't think they they shouldn't, but more for like the team that we have. It's like they're in a position where they can't, you know. Why can't they? Because for the most part, Mexico's a team that has to be like at the best to to perform, you know. Even in this region, if, so if we're not, is not good enough to party the way they do. They haven't earned. It. Yeah, they they party like they're yeah they they're world class when it comes to partying, man. <laughs> world class <laughs> in every sense of the word. Yes, uh, pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even well, the well, memes, even thing. the memes from other countries were were talking about it. Like they were talking about how how I think I don't know if, I don't know if it was true, but I know it was during the World Cup. And I, I think it was from Brazil. I, I saw this meme, and it said like Germany prohibits um, sex in in 
in their training camp before the World Cup, and then it says Mexico host an orgy, and then they put the score, the score of the game for the for the World Cup. Right. So I mean, yeah. Funny you mentioned the Germans because in '82 they made the final, and uh, you know <laughs> years later you find out that it was just basically just a they were they were it was, it was like a, it was like a drunken bruise cruise, bruise cruise <laughs> for the whole month with, with Germany. They were just just, Daily just pool parties and all kinds of hell that whole World Cup. You know they end up uh, you know and, and frankly you know I'll be honest I, you know I would hope that 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 that's how it should be. I mean these guys you know yeah they're getting paid but it's not it's not like their job you know it's. <laughs> I know there's a lot of you know in the country this and that, but I mean it, sh- it should it should be it should be fun for them. It shouldn't be like this tent, ridiculously tense, you know you know pucker factor that set the diamond affair. I mean it, it should be fun. They should have fun when they go do these things. Yeah. All right. So 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 yes. Yeah, so we have a bunch of goalies that play, and obviously you have a you know a very deep player pool, and and, and you know some 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 goalies obviously have emerged as 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 very intriguing. Uh, talents and prospects for 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 future national teams, but at the forward level where where, where we don't see any players play, very few you know, you know very few come even come off the bench in in Liga Mekis. Uh, you know we have Chicharito who's on the you know the the, the downswing. Chicharito has been has we've been out for a couple. Chicharito's been out for a month because he's he's been uh, having a hard time fighting off a, a spleen. And in fact, how do you get a spleen infection, Hoyle? Is that uh, no? Is it is it a pinch related? I, I don't know. You still want to show me? I mean, I mean how, how, how does that how does that even happen to get a spleen? I mean, it's I mean that, that that's pretty serious. I mean that's that is uh, that that is definitely something that you'd want to make sure you have your completely cleaned up with. Yeah, and, before and you start. the team is doing good, man. They just they just beat Manchester United. Well, they have a really yeah. really good coach. Yes, they do, sir. He, he, in my mind, is 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 a world top ten coach, maybe even a world top five coach. I've I've been I've been dying to get this guy to to come since you know since ten years ago uh, to come coach Mexico's national team, or at least you know come and coach in Mexico. But I mean, he's you know he won a uh, didn't he win the Premier League with Manchester City, Pellegrini? I don't keep up too much. Yeah. With the... he's, a, he's a terrific coach. I mean, it's it should be no surprise that the West Ham United is is is, is starting to see uh, is starting to see some success. So hopefully, Chicharito, can, I can get back to it and uh, and make his contributions there. Uh, but I do think that as far as his national team career goes, Chicharito obviously is a very you know you know if he gets going, he's obviously somebody that would be an, you know an undisputed. Uh, Player on the national team, there's no question. He is. He it's is. been a while since he's played like that, so well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll, we will get to see that that part of it again. But, but outside but, of him, go ahead. No, you know, and the other part, he is 30, and I think that if he can't break into the, you know, break into the first team where he gets significant playing time, he should dial it in because. This is going to be his last World Cup, and at, at his age, he's not getting any better offers. Right. Well, and, you know what, what he'll be, Joel, if if he does end up making the the the, the World Cup twenty twenty two roster, is he's going to be like the the, the Ricardo Pelaez in in ninety four. Uh, 
You know that that that. Oh, I'm sorry, 98. Hey. That, that striker off the bench. That when you absolutely have to have a goal, he's gonna he's, he's gonna be there for you. But John, he, he why not the Roger Mila? Well, I mean, you know, Pelais Pelais scored a couple goals in a World Cup too, Joel. Did but I mean, given Mexico striker status, if he maintains himself in good shape and in good form, he could still start. If if things don't go well for him at West Ham this year, does he go back to Chivas? It's a possibility, but Chivas just doesn't have the funds. Uh, I think they would have to be really crafty so, so to lure him in. No, no I mean, because I think any other Monterrey teams could just well, snap him up, you know? You know, Morelia, the... you know, he, he, uh, you know, people think he's no. from, from Guadalajara, but he actually grew up in Morelia. Cause that's yeah. So... No, I, I think, you know, I think the Monterrey teams obviously can easily pay him what he makes. Um, Cruz Azul. But he has, yes, yeah, the Blue Cross. But he is, he is hardcore Chiba. You know, his grandfather, his close yeah. ties and all that. But they're going to have to be pretty does, crafty in luring does, him in and, and like trying to match his salary and then giving him some extra, some bonuses, you know. Does Chicharito uh, have the, uh, the, uh, the 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 tattoo uh, on his chest of, of Nestor and Chepo, like 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 you do, kind of like how Nettie no. has mother and father. Your 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 no. Torre tattoo. No, no he's sir. he's not he's not that Chiva. Somos leyenda, <laughs> he's not he's he's not that. Uh... No, but but you know what team has been trying to lure him in is LAFC, John. They have been. They I mean, they had a big tifo at at the game that I went to last year. Uh, you know, asking yeah. Chicharito, hey man, why don't you come take a look at us? He, he was their first target before Vela. And he, you know, him and Vela both played in as youth with Chivas. They came That's out right. through the same. There's some pictures. They're funny to be seen the pictures. And they're all young right there. They look like, you know, little they, look, they are little kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do think he could maybe come over here for like two years. Or three, and then finish off at Chivas. Well, see, uh, I, I just, I'm just in, in hearing, you know, w- w- what he has said. I, I just don't think that uh, I, I think that Chicharito, you know, one, he doesn't need the money, and and two, I, I, I just, I just think that his, I don't, I think that if he, if he came back this way, I don't think he'd play in MLS. I think, I think he would play in Liga MX. But, really but you know, you know what he doesn't like, John. What? And he's made it very clear. The Mexican press. I mean, didn't he veto Spanish interviews for like two years, maybe? Was it? He was just not giving any interviews in Spanish whatsoever. Right. So I I, I know he doesn't like all so that you, yellow. You, uh, but he wouldn't be. But the thing is, is he wouldn't be as anonymous in MLS as 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 some players, just because he had does have more of a worldwide reputation true but but i mean he wouldn't have to put up with with the type of stories that would be coming out in max you know perhaps i think it depends on where like 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 you said if he goes to monterrey that he would be protected i mean how much hell do you think the monterrey players raise in monterrey i mean think of monterrey the kind of town that it is as as much money and you know probably the you know, there, there, there's a lot of financially well-off people in Monterrey. 
and they like to party a lot because I know some folks in Monterrey and they are some raging partiers, probably more so than, than, than the, the Tapateos or even the Chilangos. And you don't hear a peep about what happens with the players down there ever. You yeah. know, how, of, how often do you hear about, about a, a, a tigre or a rayado, you know, you know, going out on a, getting hammered and, you know, and, and shit faced and, but yeah, yeah, you hear you hear it constantly about Chivas players, and never, not once, about Monterrey or, or Tigres players. Yeah, they're no, protected. It, that is true. It it was one of the main stories when uh, Gulli Peña was was in Guadalajara that he tried to do the same thing he did as when he was in León. My advice and, to you: start drinking heavily. <laughs> And he would, you know, in Leon, he would go out even after the team lost. And he would go out and the fans would go up to him and they'll, they'll buy him a beer. And he was in Guadalajara and the fans, if he went out when the team lost, they would just let him have it, you know. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through <laughs> life, son. Indeed. No, you're, you're and, and I'm sure that that happens in, in Monterrey too. But again, you know, the press, I mean, very rarely do you hear, I mean, uh, who was the, he's actually? I think he's back on. I think Duenas is, is finally back on the national team. No, I, I think Monterrey is forgiving because uh, there was the one where I think they lost the final, and and then uh, Guignac was somewhere in there. Everyone's asking him for autographs and pictures. Right. Which I'm All not right. saying it's a bad thing. It, 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 I'm not saying that. All right. So here's for the record. Here. Sure. Here, here, here is the defense. Yeah, so I, I do. I think that if it's not Guadalajara, I, I could certainly see him going to uh, to Monterrey. Not, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying that Chicharito's like a, you know, he's he's not a rager or anything like that. But but I do I do think that in in your to your point that the press is pretty ugly. I think that there's certain places where the press is is isn't as ugly as it could be. All right, so back to the national. So so uh, defenders. We have we have uh, Eric. You know, I speak Spanish and I'm fluent. But the one last name that I have the hardest, hardest to be pronounced is 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 Aguirre. I can't, I have the just I just it's it, it's so hard for me to go from I to double R for whatever reason. So I have, Eric, Aguirre. It's just it's so hard for me. Anyway, so we have him, Edson Alvarez, uh, uh, future future captain of the national team, Jesus Angulo, Nestor Araujo, Gerardo Artiaga. Uh, Diego Reyes, which, uh, frankly, uh, I'm not sure why. Chaka Rodriguez, <laughs> uh, a, a big, a big, and and much deserved call up for Jose Carlos Van Rankin, who's been one of the Chivas' uh, great surprises this season. And uh, Chaka Rodriguez and Jesus Dueñas, the man who was probably had he kept playing played his cards right and not been a fiestero as it were, but apparently his fiesta was like, it was pretty rough. Banned for the national team for a couple of years. I mean, he was, he was, he was in the plans. He was probably going to be the, you know, the, 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 the holding midfielder with, with Osorio, but uh, he, uh, who knows what, uh, what happened. He got caught doing something and they just refused to call him up for a year and a half. But anyway, so he's he's he is back on the squad, Jesus Duenas. But again, but you haven't uh, you haven't heard what happened because he lives in Monterrey. Marco Fabian is back. Uh, Jonathan Gonzalez, uh, Eric Gutierrez, 
Victor Guzman, who's playing really well, El Piojo Alvarado, Isaac Brizuela, another another Chivas having a good season, Isaac Brizuela. Again, if, if Chivas have good seasons, they're going to be on the national team. Jesus Corona, Jurgen Damm, and then Javier Güemes, and good to see Javier Güemes back on the team after suffering that awful uh, broken leg in the in the three a couple of years ago. I guess it's three years ago now against uh, against Pumas in the uh, in the in the in the Liguilla. But he, he's back on. Then of course we already mentioned the forwards: uh, Raúl Jiménez, Irvin Lozano, Henry Martin, and I can't I cannot call him Henry Martin. I just can't do it. It's Henry Martin and, and Angel Saldivar are the uh, are the strikers uh, for for the national team. So, uh, good to see Marco Fabian back. You know, he's another one who I think uh, could probably come to uh, a team on a on a pretty decent transfer. And uh, for the Apertura, I think that it's too bad that uh, that Chivas, you know, couldn't make a move for him to take him to the Club World Cup because he would. Uh, he would yeah, do all right he now. Would, he would be a welcome addition, John. Uh, you know. Speaking of pan ranking, John, Sapumas, you might be somewhat relieved to know that he went to Chivas on the loan. Well, if Chivas were smart, they would they should uh, do whatever they need to do to lock him up because he uh, he has played he, he has played very well for Chivas this year. Yeah, you know, because I, I, I was um I was doing some research, but I only found one one outlet claiming that. The loan had a option to buy cloths. Well, if every loan has so, an option to buy cloths. I don't know, John. Some of them are just, you know, it it depends, man. <clears throat> but I, I think they could have been with this one. Um, so hopefully it does. If not, his price just went up. Indeed, you are absolutely correct. Uh, so the, you know there are some players you know we didn't see Lainez on the uh, on this particular list. Yeah, I, I think he he had a slight injury, and thus, and then um, I was wondering if there's going to be any under twenty call up soon, because mm-hmm. that might be another reason. Well, I mean. You know? He also hasn't been been playing all that much since since that last call up, so it's probably stands no reason. But, but no, but I do think players like Lainez and and Gonzalez, and there's like a group of at least I'll say about ten players. Um, I think they're all going to be carried carried on from from the youth to all the way to the senior team. They, the F, FMF has always done that. They always had a pretty select group, you know. Right and and they take him through the whole process. So if you're a Lightness fan, yeah, I wouldn't be worried that he didn't get call up. Yeah, that guy's I mean, gonna he's gonna feature heavily. Might not right now. These are just amistosos. Uh, worry if he doesn't make like the. Well, even then, <laughs> even then, you know. But but still, I, I do think he's 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 one of the, especially being from America. I think. That's By the way, the, the Gold Cup final and the, and the Copa America final on the same day. <laughs> so the tournament's being played at the same time. Wow. I wonder why, John. That is, that is, has... <laughs> that is, that is so, such an obvious slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think it has anything to do with television rights in the U.S. No. Not, no none no. whatsoever. Of course not. Oh, well, you know, and you know what else was that day is the uh, yes. the women the women's World Cup final. Man, brutal. Indeed. So, Joel, they're going to be playing two games. Yes, they're playing in in, in Querétaro, which I don't know why they why they always play in Querétaro, but uh, they will be playing in Querétaro. They are playing uh, Chile, Chile at the Corregidora. Site of, of of one of one of one of the most unexpected soccer massacres in in World Cup history in the Corregidora when oh. uh, when when el el buitre oh. put up a poker against wait, Denmark. Wait, oh, I was going to say Belgium. Yeah, it was yeah. Denmark. But that Denmark team, correct me if I'm wrong, they had been on a roll, right? They won. They won the, all three games in their group, including Germany. They put a Yes. They opened up a can of whoop ass on uh, on on Uruguay and Nessa. Wow! And, uh, beat them six to one. They uh, yeah. they beat uh, Scotland. Actually, was their hardest game, and then they won that one once. Yeah. So so they were, and they had the cool they had the cool uniforms. And they, they were had like, a, go ahead. And they have like a saucy nickname too, that like the dynamite or something like that. They were the uh, Dana was a Danish dynamite. Something like that, man. We're... But 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 they were like they had the, the cool uniforms. Uh, I mean, they just they just had it. They had it. They were the sexiest, the sexiest <laughs> team in the World Cup for yeah for for two or three World Cups. They were and, priming up to be the new Germany. Exactly, exactly. And then they, <laughs> uh, you know, they even went up one zero in that game. They got a penalty in the first half, but the Witre in 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 ten minutes just took care of all that. It's like not today. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that World Cup Belgium, I believe. Belgium was also doing Belgium pretty good. Semifinals. Actually, Belgium yeah. beat Spain in Puebla in the uh, in the quarterfinals. They went to penalties and they and, and, and they won that. Good memory there, John. We need to make sure you're not using Google. Oh, I'm, not using Google. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm busy doing something else right now. You're, you're, you're uh, yeah. Before we just had to put in these sticker albums and all the magazines to remember this stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, that was, uh, you know, that was the that that was that World Cup was a World Cup that I, uh, I think I was fourteen or fifteen. Well, I mean, it just it's a World Cup that I will remember forever. Yeah, well, it's one I of the it. best ones, like top to it was bottom. Pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Had some, uh, you know, what stands out in that World Cup. In it did, I mean, obviously the Argentina thing, but just the the the, the players that were playing well in in the world at that time stepped up and played well in the world. You know, Gary Lineker had a, ended up being the Golden Boot winner. You know, Hugo had a decent World Cup. Uh, you know, Igor Belanov, who was just playing lights out, you know, just played incredibly well for for uh, for Russia. You know, really, you know, the one big name that I could think that uh, you know didn't really have as good a World Cup as as one would have expected was Platini, but he still, you know, managed to break Brazilian hearts and uh, you know he he broke Italian hearts too. So he you know, he knocked out Italy and Brazil, you know, for, for, for having a subpar World Cup. 
you know, because I mean, he he at the time, you know, he and Maradona at that time were probably, the, you know, were, were probably been considered the best players in the world. Uh, yeah, they were. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. So uh, so so they're playing Chile. So this is a, a rematch of, uh, of 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 Mexico's most infamous night, La Boda Roja. Ouch. The uh, and sadly, probably are the, the the episode the 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 episode of our best podcast ever was the uh, <laughs> the seven zero just a, just a, a horrendous effort. And this was after Mexico had beaten Chile one so to give everyone a false sense of hope. They beat Chile one zero in a game where Chile wait, should wait. have scored like how many goals? About the same, John. I wouldn't say everyone because I, I had you I had, had your reservations. It. You did. You, you uh. You know, you said yeah. That cuidado. Time for Ronnie. Oh, that's not what it was. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> oh, here Ron. it is. There you go. You you were you were calling the Foco Rojos. Actually, you you and Ron both. I was. Were yeah. Were, had prendido las alarmas. You know, and and we we were. What was it? The was it? The, it was a Jamaica game. I was at the Jamaica game, and I was with former former Cantinero Pern, and. Amy was there, Amy from Foodmex, and mm-hmm. some other, it was a group of us, Johnny Rico and a couple, of, I forgot the other, I know I know John Arnold was there, we were in the press box, and some other guy, I, I can't remember his name, uh, and... Was it Marquitos? I think he, no, no, I would I would remember Marquitos, um, <clears throat> and I was, you know, it was like halftime, and I'm telling these guys, the way Mexico's playing, if they face one of the you know, one of these teams with with the good with the good delanteros, they're not going to forgive as much, and we're looking at a pretty bad result. And uh, pretty much that's what ended up happening. Why are you opening up old wounds, John? Um, hey, uh, all I uh, it's because Mexico's. But what else are we going to tell you? What else are we going to tell you about? Lime. Oh, I mean, oh, should we should we bring up? Oh, well, Mexico played Chile in the two thousand seven Copa America. It was a zero no, zero draw. No, that is it is the most one of the most recent. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it, it it is it is what everyone is thinking about. Wait, I mean, didn't they, they play them? Didn't they play them again afterwards? Like, I don't think so. I think that this is this. I think this is the first uh, the first time they've played since. This is the first time. Okay. Yeah. All right, but it's a it's a juveniles. They're not. In Chile. Well, the juveniles played today, and Mexico did beat them three uh, three, uh, three one, I think. They're at well, the Centro de Alto. Hey, where is where would our Centro de Alto Rendimiento be? Oh man, good. Torrent, Torrance. Torrance. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're too spread out, John. Everyone's all over. That is true. That is true. I was hoping that we would have uh, uh, more and more and more folks participate. We're, we're hoping uh, that Daniel Preciado joins us here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Uh, so, and then, of course, the next game, Joel, is going to be against uh, Costa Rica, and that will be in, that will be in Monterrey at, at the Volcan, and Tuca is still the coach. Joel, according to reports, they have, they have made inquiries with, with over two dozen people Two, two dozen for the uninformed, Joel, for the for the ignorant is 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 twenty four. So that twenty four. We're up to twenty five. So twenty five people have gotten a call, and twenty five people had said, 
let me get back to you on that. You know who was not people call your people. <laughs> you know who was not in that list? Who's that? Piojo. <laughs> That's right. Oh man. So it makes me think that he is on that list. If he wins something. <laughs> if he wins. Which well, is now the league. The, just, the reality is, is 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 that they're waiting for the league to be over. Yeah, they're not gonna pay. They're not gonna be giving the. So what's gonna end up happening, Joel, is that the, is is that Cabezon Luna is gonna end up coaching Mexico for he's gonna, for for well, a few weeks until 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 they find the new guy. Well, we, before we get on with the Mexico list, John. Um, oh, we should we should point out that uh, Costa Rica also doesn't have a coach yet. And and neither does U.S. So the, the three strongest teams now, in the now, region. Now, now hang on, hang on. There yes. has been, there has been news. I don't know if you were going to get to that or not. Yes. You were. <laughs> well, well, why don't you get the one and I'll get to the other. Okay. Well, for Costa Rica, I do know that they reached out to Matosas. Not only um, have they reached out, but they, but they I believe that they expect they expect the contract to be signed imminently. Oh. Well, that that would be interesting. Um. He's an interesting coach, so let's see where that goes. I think I think it's a I think um, it's a good fit for both. Because I, yeah. I, I think that he likes not having the the uh, the spotlight so glaring that he can actually work and, and do stuff. And, uh, and 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 I think that Costa Rica is is just perfect for him. It's it, it is it is a perfect spot for him to to coach the way he does. So I think that, yeah. that, that that'll work out for them very well. Agreed. So the the news I have, Hoyle, is that uh, last week in the in the Dallas Morning News, my friend uh, uh, Silvana Paliuca uh, had a report that uh, Oscar, uh, that Oscar Pareja, the FC Dallas coach, is on the very short list of candidates for for U.S. soccer, and uh, that that is uh, that would be a very good fit as well. Yeah, that's a coach you've been. You've been pushing for for a long time, John. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I've I, I've, see, I've I've seen what he's done at FC. I mean, FC. Da- Name me a player from FC Dallas. Name me a player from FC yeah. Dallas. Yeah, tell me who plays for. Tell me who FC Dallas stars. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Their first <laughs> I I think a new Cubo, and he's he's back in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, I mean, you know, you know, you know, Slatan, you know, Wayne Rooney, you know, Carlos Vela. You know, there's, uh, you know, you know, the, the you know the, the the guy at uh, at, at Atlanta, Miron, uh, Mauro Matosas is having a a great year for, with with uh, with Houston, but n- name me one player for FC Dallas, and uh, yeah, they, they they don't have a designated player, and they are in first place in in, in the Western Conference and have been consistently very decent for four or five years. And he does it with with with, with players that, that 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 come up through his system. How how many MLS teams do that? Very few. Yeah, I, I think that's for what the US. I mean, for where their team is at now, with with a lot of young talent, I think you would you would want a coach like that. He yeah, he is an excellent coach. And uh, I mean, for 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 what what US soccer wants to do. You know, I would almost say that that you know, if, if he ends up being a successful coach, he should just stay on and just and just run the uh, run the program because uh, you know he he would be 
you know, at that point in his career, he would, it would be, it would be very good. Well, an- another, another name has recently, um, another joined name. the fray. Yes. It's, it's, uh, this was reported by Grant Wall and he said Mourinho. Who's, who's, you know, he seems to be on the outskirts at Manchester United. Well, you know, Mo, Mo has always said he wanted to coach over here, so that would that wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, you know what wouldn't surprise me is because, um, well, Man U is owned by the Glazer. American. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, how could they recover? Because I think if they were to sack him, I think they would owe him about thirty million dollars. And um, the man you faithful, I think they're dreaming with Sidon. They want Sisu eh? at, at Old Trafford. Um, but that's just, he would command a lot of money. I mean, you're looking at very expensive just to switch coaches. Um, but if, if, if the Glaciers could work something with USSF, you know. That is could, uh, a very interesting Uh, plan of action that you have you that you have laid out there, Joel. Yeah, well, I was thinking, well, they are they are Americanos, you know, they could easily work something out here. And um, yeah. I, I do think Mo enjoys the spotlight. Uh, I do think it's changed a lot the way it is well, with with a lot of clubs with with how much more power the players have now. Well, here's you the know, thing, especially in Europe, uh, is that his act has grown very tired in Europe. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, here, he could get he, away. He, yeah. Here, here, he'll be a huge hit. Yeah, he could get away with it, man. He yeah, could. Exactly. Because I mean, Jurgen was getting good. away with. It. <laughs> yeah, but, was... but but Mourinho is a thousand times the coach Jurgen Klinsmann was. Yeah, that well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Jurgen was getting away with it. Right. You know, he 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 was, you know, he had a feud with Landon, who's you know, the U.S. biggest right. player ever. And, and to leave him out of a World Cup and all that, and, and he, to get away with it, you still have people defending him for that. Yeah, Mourinho would be able to do what he wants. Exactly. And, and, and let's be honest, out, out, of, out of any CONCACAF nations, there's only one place that Mourinho would, would even consider coaching. <laughs> not, not only that, you know, he's known as a defensive coach. And the U.S. has, for the most part, they're more of a defensive team, even though well, they have a lot to, of their fans don't just, like to they admit don't it. Have, they don't have the players who have been, who have, who have learned the, the way of the, of, of a possession-based style. So why, 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 try, why force yourself to play it? Play yeah. what you know best, which is, you know, uh, you know, you know, cage and counter. I mean, the, that 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 is what they do, and 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 frankly, they have some players right now that should scare a lot of people because they have some incredibly fast and talented, very skilled ball handlers that are out on the wing right now. The uh, uh, what I do think, Joel, and uh, I do think that we'll probably see uh, the, uh, the the balance of power in, in, in between Mexico and the U.S. shift a little bit. Over the next uh, few years, I do think that the U.S. Uh, is a little better positioned right now as far as the players that they have. I think they have a little bit more depth in Mexico. But I do think that Mexico has the ability to develop more players quickly 
So I think that for that, I do think the U.S. is going to win the Gold Cup, and uh, you know they'll probably get a get a get a get a leg up there. So, just uh, Mexico fans should uh, start to uh, come to terms with that. Uh, Before it, uh, for for whatever reason, always seems to shock people when we you know when 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 they lose to the U.S. <laughs> that always cracks me. <laughs> but anyway, so Oscar Pareja Mourinho, you know, if if you want the quick fix, I would, you know, you know, if you want the band aid, uh, you know, if you want to patch the patch the raft in the ocean, go with Mourinho. But if you, if if you want to build something for the next ten to fifteen years. You know they're hosting the World Cup too. In fact, they are hosting the World Cup 2026. Then maybe you know maybe maybe Pareja's your guy. But I do think that U.S. soccer, you know, would love love to have uh, have a big name like that because then then they'll you know again who's who who's gonna get their name in the papers? Mourinho or Oscar? Pareja? Yeah. No, he's gonna attract. Yeah. A lot of media attention, a lot of the foreign press as well. Right. So, I, you know, I, that that the fact that he's on the outs with uh, with Manchester United, um, with, so I I think that you we have to put that now at at a better than fifty percent chance that Mourinho is the coach. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If if and he wants to, you know. Oh, and, and, but he, but he's. I mean, he's he's been on the record as saying that he would love to coach the U.S. or coach in the okay. U.S. He wants well, to quit. I'm not saying he wants to coach the U.S. national team, but but he has said that he wants to coach it. You know, he wants to coach in the U.S. Yeah, so. and he'd be he'd be able to win. You know, there's winnable stuff here. League oh, yeah. League of Nations, Gold Cup, and uh, you can go to the Confed Cup. Yeah, and go to the World Cup. I mean, there'll be plenty for him to do or to add to his resume. I'll tell you what, if if it is Mourinho, then you know, then you know who who should move on Oscar Pareja? Boy, this would just drive the Mexican press absolutely bananas. <laughs> Another Colombian? Another Colombian I'd, who coached in MLS. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I was going to uh, – I thought you were going to say to put Pareja with Thunder 23. No, no. And then, um, you know, if right. things aren't as saucy with Mourinho or he decides to leave after the four years. Well, I, 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 I will tell you what makes uh, Bareja, in, in my opinion, so, you know, one, he has a, uh, he does not talk down to, to folks. I think, I think that that's what people just got so fear, you know, that they really just couldn't handle with Osorio was that Osorio just had this arrogance about him. Yeah, for better or for worse. I mean, I mean, I, that's just that's just the way he was. You know, he was he was very cerebral, and that's fine. And uh, the uh, the reality situation is is that Pareja is kind of the exact opposite of that. He's not, I'm not saying that he's like a like a like a piojo with a press or anything like that. I mean, he's just he's I mean, he's a very serious guy, but he, he but. Basically, if if you respect him, he'll respect you, and, uh, and 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 that's what I've noticed. And and on top of everything else, I mean, he's been able to, and this is just Dallas, and he the, the, he's done very well in, in in scouting the DFW area. 
to, to bring in, in, in the players through, through the home. And then again, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. And they, 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 have, they have some quality, quality players. It sounds like you've had brunch with Pareja. I haven't had brunch. More with than Pareja. one occasion. I haven't had brunch. I mean, I haven't had brunch with Pareja. All I'm saying is, 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 is for, what, for, for what he has been able to accomplish, it, to me, just just goes to show what how much talent he has, and and, and what he does. I mean, he he has been very successful at that. Now, what he hasn't been able to do, they did win a U.S. Open Cup, is is win the MLS Cup. So I think that that's the one big uh, part of his resume that that is that is that is definitely missing. So, you, you know, if we could get both, that would be a coup. You know, because you would want someone that knows the region. And then those the, the local players, right? And I, you know, and I, I think that to have maybe as an assistant or or the youth coach, and then he also helps with the with the senior team. I I think that would just be perfect for what the U.S. wants. So here we are talking about names. Uh, we're talking about Costa Rica. <laughs> we're talking about the U.S. Yes. But we're not talking about Mexico. Because, <laughs> because frankly, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that this. Uh, oh, they've 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 talked to twenty five. Now, do you believe this number? This this number of twenty five. Uh, you know, I do, John. But I, I feel that a lot of these guys, they were, they were, they had talked to them before. Uh, before uh, I think they talked to them before the World Cup, you know, because I think they knew that Osorio wasn't going to stay, you know. Right. Uh, and and but, but, I mean, barring a really good performance, but, well, I mean, but other than... the, the number just looks so sad because it just you know I, I think of you know imagine you you know to use the uh, the uh, the San Pauli uh, reference, you know, you know, and and and, and, and oh. Pauli like situation. If if you're, uh, you know, if if you're at a bar and you go up to twenty five different targets, let's say, you know, you know I don't want to, <laughs> and 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 you and and and, and you miss twenty five times. I mean, that's just, I mean, that looks pretty pathetic. You I mean, know what ma- it does. How many twenty? How many of those twenty-five do you think were told Mexico? You know, you're just you're just not my type. But you know what? That that guy's most likely to the guy that does that. They're more likely to leave home with with at least someone, com- compared to the one that did it. That just sat there, you know, at the corner. <laughs> and didn't do anything. I, you, but you know what, John? I, I don't think they were all formal. Some could have just been inquiries. Right. And. I mean, we're talking about Mex, which is you know a novela novelero country. Well, right, and and, and we who, have a, who runs a the flair country. for the traumatic. The ones that, <laughs> yeah. that make the novelas. The ones that make the novelas. So I think this is all just part of like keeping interest with the national team, and then just like. So you're saying just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a, it's a smokescreen. Yeah, it's exaggerated. Um, um, it, it is, is. Yeah. like like Bielsa. Bielsa's name popped up, but I 
you know, granted, if they did talk to him, it's obviously didn't once he took the job with um with um what's what's that team in England? Um, Leeds. Leeds, yes, it, it was way before you know, and you know, and they I, probably I just contacted him. Huh? I watched Leeds United. I was in Ireland. Ah, when, nice. when the like, it was either the first year of the Premier League or the last year of of whatever they had before the Premier League. Yeah, the league. I go, you know, whatever that was called, and uh, they they won, and Manchester United won, but 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 if, if Leeds won, they were in. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to drop it on Yahoo because I don't know if you know this or not, but the guy that scored the winning goal for Leeds that that day was uh, Eric Cantona. He was with Leeds oh, wow. before he United, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he went on to become an iconic player with Man U. Um, good game to watch there, John. Yeah, um, so anyway. So Biesa's with Leeds. Yeah, I don't think they... You know, if they did talk to him, it must have been, you know... Before the World Cup, around that time when when Bielsa didn't have a job, so some of these names, even even with um like like um, Almeida, you know, his name popped up, and you know they were to talk to Almeida, he would he would say a million times yes, right? <laughs> he would he would he would not say no. Um, so, but I think they probably like just reached out to be like, what would the wages be, or or you know. Maybe um, sort of like just just to get some basic info down. Um, but I don't think I don't think most of these have been formal. Maybe very few have been formal. Um, so yeah, I I think just very few. Hello. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. Yes, I, I I agree with you there. I think that out out of the yeah, I, think, I think some I'm a little more serious than others. Uh, but I but I do think that uh, I mean you know again there's there's no hurry and, and, you know and I get doing your due diligence. Uh, you know at 25 I think a lot of it was hey you know find out if you know person X you know if, if he would at least take a call you know. Yeah. So I'm sure that that was you know part of the you know eight, you know. The, the list is as you were saying, but I, I, I just think that, that the, uh, that the, that the, when the, when the choice is made, it's going to be somebody that's going to be very familiar with Mexican soccer. So. Yeah. And I think Piojo, cause Piojo was interviewed. He did an interview recently for ESPN Deportes and they asked him, you know, did FMF reach out to you? Because, you know, there's this list that got leaked and blah. And he's like, nope. <laughs> he's, he said no, and he sounded pretty pretty sad. Uh, but I still think that he's he's in line. I do think that even though he didn't, if if he could make America campeon, I think he would be he would be one of the candidates. And I still think Tuca is, despite some of the stuff that, Went on recently when he said. <laughs> when he said that, you know, his club wasn't willing to negotiate his his transfer. 
you know, because they would have to pay him, what, two years? Right. And that's about, like, I'll say about $8 million maybe? Yeah. He makes about four a year. It's a nice chunk of money. It's a nice chunk of money. That's eight. And then he will want about the same for the national team, which is like four years. Yeah, you're looking at quite some money right there for for the coach. Uh, <sighs> yeah, but, uh, so who knows? Who knows what, what will happen there? Um, Man, that just, oh, there it is. God dang it. I was trying <laughs> to find freaking my little calculator thing, and it's, it was under adding. It's been a while since I've done this. I'm bad at math. It was, it was an adding machine. It was the other one I would have done there. I would have also, you know, had I thought of it quick enough, I would have gone. Don't act like you're not impressed. So, so yeah, so there's – there you have it. So, yeah, so so it's going to cost a lot of money for Tuca. I think Almeida is still a candidate. I think, you know, regard, you know again, if your agent's that stupid, then get another agent, you know, because then – you know that that would be a phone call. Hoyd would say, "You know, if you had another agent, you know, we we would probably consider interviewing you for uh, for Almeida because I, I I mean I I do think that he and you know he's available right now. And you know the name that I'm I, I keep bringing up is uh, is the guy in Monterrey. Uh, he would be another uh, Diego Alonso. I think he would be another one who." Uh, you know, knows but the he would, league. He would have to win, though, John. They, okay. They're going to want someone that wins the league title. He's won the league title. He's no, won, like He's recently. won the Conca Champions. He he took Mexico, a Mexican team, the, the furthest in the uh, in the Club World Cup. They went to penalties in the semifinal against uh, – I'm sorry, extra time in the semifinal against uh, – was it Flu? No, it wasn't flu. It was uh, Gremio, I think. It was it was it was it was it was a Brazilian side. So he has uh, he has the chops. Not sure. It looks like Joel has muted himself. So we can we can now attack. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. I'm here. I was just. Anyway, I was so washing I, my hands. I, I, I do think, yes, please wash your hands. Especially now as we're entering flu season. He, <laughs> is, he is the one that I would uh, that I would keep an eye on too. He is, he is my dark horse candidate. I just don't think, you know, as much as I want Tuka to be on the team, and, I, and it's just, it makes so much sense, I just don't think he wants to do it. I think the only way Tuka takes it is if, hey, look, um, you know, let, let, let me take it after. You know, I don't want to do the moleros. So let me take it after the goal. You know, I'll, I'll just do the hex and the world cup. Yeah, I think that's the only way he'd do it. I don't think he wants to put up with any more of the of the ennejadas that happened with with, with with the national team, as you said, the novela, the novela that is the national team. Yeah, what surprised me is how much traction uh, the rumors of Martino. Is getting, you know, Tata Martino. And I would think, you know, if you're FMF, and if, you know, Tuca doesn't want it, and you have Beckerman available, he would seem like the more ideal choice than Tata Martino. He would. Uh, now, I know that Beckerman played, or coached rather in Toluca. Has, did, has Martino coached ever in New Mexico? 
Did he? Did he hit like I, I don't, did he get answer from Because right? that'd be about the only other places he would be would go. Yeah, I don't think so. And you know, I, I, I do know that Teclos did go up to Atlanta to to talk to him because when they played Nashville, Teclos took a took a little detour. Yeah. They went over there. Yeah, that was another one. That's so. Who knows? Yes, I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I just don't think that Tuca's heart. You know, as much as I want to think that it is, I just don't think Tuca's heart is in it to do it. And I don't think that again. I just, I just, you know, knowing who he is, um, you know, it would, it would have to be on his terms, as you've pointed out many times. And I, I just, I just don't think they're ever gonna. They're just never gonna give in to everything he wants. And Tuka's going to be like, all right, then, then it ain't going to happen. So yeah, and then it will cost about twenty million, you know. Right. You know, just which, wages. which which is how much we had to pay Fernando when when Fernando went over over to another show on on, on he had to, it was a twenty million dollar transfer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I do think FMF could afford that. I just don't think they want to set that precedent. No, they don't. Because then you're going to have to be paying that to other, to other coaches. Uh, I think Osorio got paid like one, one point five million. I see. You doing it right there, Hoyle? Sounds like you're. You're a little distracted. Are you everything? No, I'm, right? I'm good. I was just eating something. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so you could have said, oh, you know. So if not Tuca, then so so Joel, is it going to be a Liga MX or are they going to go after one of these uh, one of these exotics? See, now they have me confused, but I'm still on board with with preferring. Uh, a Liga MX coach, you know, just makes more sense to me. You want someone that understands, not only knows, but understands the the players. Well, not just the players, but you know how to how to deal, and again, how to deal with 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 the league and with the teams, and you know because of the fact that there's you know this isn't a world cup where we're seeing you know 11 guys go over to europe like like we have in yeah in a previous fact in fact nobody well the eddie gutierrez made the move but, you know he made the move without even playing a, a minute in the world cup even though he was <laughs> on the world cup team so you know it just uh, it just so, so the, the players are going to be it's going to be a liga mekis based squad and We'll have to see how that uh, how that plays out, but uh, but I do think that it, because of that, it should be a Liga Mekis or a coach that, that that at least has an understanding of of, of Liga Mekis uh, more so than just just bringing in a guy blind like Sven. Yeah. Now, do you think and, that Sven fell in love with because he did fall in love with Leandro? Did he fall in love with Leandro because? Of his of his style of player because of his beautiful golden locks. I think both. I mean, I like the style of play. I like watching Pumas just because Leandro sometimes. He was a pretty good player. Yeah, we missed out on him. He should have been. He should have been uh, 
nationalized a lot younger. Right. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, he's actually the, of uh, Patino's assistant right now. So when Patino inevitably goes, and it will happen, I think Leandro is going to be the next Pumas coach. And I would be totally oh. down with that. <laughs> <laughs> that actually uh, gives me hope for Pumas that uh, that they're they're in good hands, and they actually have been better uh, the, the, this year, Pumas. So that's uh, and without good. their top striker, it's good to see. Yeah, who's with Benfica on the bench over? So it, it a move that has not quite worked out well. Uh, I'm sure he made some money, but as far as playing, uh, not quite so well. So uh, they did. They did give up a two goal lead to Puebla of all teams. You can't. You can't give up two goal leads to Puebla for God's sakes. <laughs> so uh, and, uh, you know what's uh, and, and I think I think they have a somebody important. I don't know if it's if it's Tigres or something where where it could be. Uh, it, it could be a, they could have a rough go of it. I don't know, I don't know. Pulling up the chart, John. Yeah, pulling up the chart. Let's see. Uh, oh no, it's. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, frankly, we should be ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> we should be ashamed of ourselves, Hoel, because it's. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's, <laughs> that's really funny. Yes, yeah, so Pumas, Pumas. Back to Guadalajara to see if they can make it two in a row after not winning for 36 years. Let's see if we can if if if, if we can start the longest current well, uh, win, win streak in the Omni they, life. Yeah, they well, they did win in the Copa. They did. They, they did beat win in the, Copa. in the Copa. Yeah. But they lost last uh, Pumas in penalty. I don't think I've ever seen Pumas ever win penalties. Actually. I should probably amend that. I have, I have, I have seen Pumas win, win we, games we, on, on penalty kicks. As a matter of fact, we, we should jump into league because that's it's <laughs> a good transition now. And this, <laughs> oh, it's uh, how interesting, Joel, that, that you've chosen this moment <laughs> to decide that we need to segue in, 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 into another topic. All right, we will. Uh, Why? Well, was there something you wanted to? Well, yeah, I was just saying that, that that you know I was I was telling myself, man, when, you know, have I ever seen Pumas <laughs> win a, win a game on penalty kicks? And I was saying, oh, man. have I? And then and, and then I remembered one. <laughs> okay, cool. Which which oh, was oh. that? Oh, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in two thousand four. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> the guy that missed for Chivas. He, he they kicked him out the next season. Oof. The player that missed. He's a good player. Can't remember his name. But was that was, was was that was that was Chepo the coach back then or had it, was, not... it was it was Hans. Oh well. Ooh. Really? I'm Mira, pretty sure I, I, if I, it's I, not. I could have could have used that all this time with 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 with, with Profe, and I've never I've never taken Profe. advantage of that. With Profe Rayas, yeah. Because um, he is, you know, you know. It's funny how you're, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're a tower man. You're like, you're like, you like House Frey, the twin, you know, the twin towers there, <laughs> the, the Torres. And uh, you know, Prof is a Westerhof guy. I'm, 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 I'm House Bora and have been my entire life. 
you know, it's it's why I like I, I like Tuca so much because it's you know it's it, it it's the Bora style of play because I think it fits Mexico best. That's when they've had the most success. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh that is so frustrating. <laughs> I and, just remember the guy that they missed. It was Medina, yeah. not Alberto Medina, but Rafa Medina. Right. And uh, so I, I could I could have used this this whole time with 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 uh, with the Brofa because he's a he's House Westerhoff for sure. He is. Uh, he is. He's House House Hans. He's the North remembers. He's. That's right. He's always loyal to the yeah. to the House of Hans. That's right. To the House of Tulips. Um. <laughs> no, but John, this this uh, match week twelve has a lot of good. Good matchups. It does. It has a lot of uh, a lot a lot of very very sexy matchups for 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 Liga Mekis games. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, just um, Saturday alone. I mean, the triple header on Saturday is you can't get any bigger than that. You have you no. have uh, you have Cruz Azul playing Monterrey. Yeah. Yeah. Two two candidates to win the league title. And then after that, who's playing Hoyt? Tigres America. And, um, the two most and successful you... teams in the last ten years. Yeah. Aunque nos duela, aunque nos duela, Joel. <laughs> and then you have Chivas Pumas. It's como un zapatazo en los huevos. I'm sorry, what was so... that? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Guadalajara Unam. Yeah, that's wow. Has Chivas really always been Chivas? Or, I mean, I know that I know they're Chivas, but like, like when people refer to them, do they refer to them as Chivas or Guadalajara? No, mostly Chivas. You you rarely hear Guadalajara. Because when I was a kid, when I first started liking Pumas, I had no idea what their name. You know, like I knew that they were los los Pumas, but I didn't know what their what their team name was. And then they would show uh, like the the little lower third graphic to show the score, and it said Universidad. So forever they were, you know, at least when I was a kid, that, that that's what they were known as was Universidad. And then later they they started putting yeah. one there. So uh, yeah, but 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 like but like, but them being called, you know, Pumas way you know, way they're just called Pumas now is uh, you know and that, that that's kind of a recent thing. It's uh, of course you know I'm pretty old, so maybe it's not as recent as as I would like to think. Yeah. Yeah, but that is that is a, a, a triple cartelera. That is like like heavyweight after heavyweight after heavyweight. Those, those are three. It, it must be sweeps in, in in Mexico because that that that's the only reason that they would have that. You have, which is another good matchup. Which one, Joel? I'm sorry, we uh, you, you you cut out. Who Tolu- the other? Toluca versus Pachuca on Sunday. So los hermanitos. So you have like the big six and lo, and los hermanitos playing. <laughs> playing on Sunday, and 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 uh, it's not considered a classic or anything, but it is a derby: Puebla versus Lobos Buap. Is that going to be on the Sunday? Two, that's on Sunday. These are the two. So that's that's you know, the nightcap. Yeah, el clásico poblano. El clásico poblano. Um, Friday is. The least, you know, you have Veracruz versus Necaxa, and then you have Santos versus Atlas. Santos has been pretty consistent; they've been doing pretty good, right? Uh, despite despite 
selling off like their top players, the majority of their top players. Uh, Furch, Furch has you been know, I, I really like consistent. I, he has been, and and and, and uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but but Furch, uh, got the game winner, and uh, you know we, we you know we piped in that uh, you know we used to say and I think and I think I think you were the one that coined it. Joel was when he would miss the goal. You say La Furcho. No, that was that was Dan. Was it Dan? Did did yeah, he coin the phrase? Dano. I thought it was you. No, but, but now, it was Dano. But now, you know, goals are furchazos. So he's gone from, yeah. from, from, from being, you know, a verb to describe failure to... to uh, uh, Yeah, that was during the Chepo era because I, I do think if Furch would have been a bit, you know, a bit more spot on, uh, old Chepo would have lasted a bit longer. But he missed... he. <laughs> He was going almost on every other week. He would miss some incredible sitters. Uh, and then the following season, you had Di Giannini just exploding into the scene. And it surprised me that he got sold outside of the league. I was thinking he was going to be a hot commodity, but, you know, maybe we'll see him in a year or two. And, <laughs> and then Furch, all of a sudden, he remembered he could score. So he was always he was always we'll see at Veracruz, uh, but he was always very, you know, one of those players you could count on for scoring big goals. And he's and he's back to doing that. Uh, so they, they play Atlas, John, and Atlas finally won a game. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! I don't believe you. Who did who did beat? No, but I think it was Toluca. <laughs> I don't believe you. I it was Toluca. It was oh, 2 0. <laughs> and they won at home at the Jalisco. Um, so. I mean, when you see an Atlas fan, don't you just want to, like, just give him a big hug? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, you kind just, of. Kind of. I mean, they, they have been. <laughs> And I actually have a have a have a have a very uh, uh, someone that I've known a long time is an Atlas fan. I won't, uh, I, won't I won't mention any names. Los Academicos. Uh, to protect to protect the, to protect the innocent. You know. uh, yeah. But 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 you know he was telling me that the reason that he became an Atlas fan was because uh, he was uh, living, he he was living in Mexico City at the time. And he was going to a certain school, and all, but all, all, all of the kids that went to the school lived in a different part of town, so he didn't get to see his his his, his friends as often. You know, he would get to hang, so he would you know be basically stuck at home on a Saturday night. And you know, Atlas for years played oh. at nine o'clock on Saturday yes. night. Yes, he did. And uh, so that was the that was his that was the game he watched, and that was his team was Atlas. He became an Atlas fan because of that, because he was Atlas. I think they're paying the iron price. Atlas, way back when, we're going back before the 50s, and they were known as the Academicos. Right. And the Margaritas, and that was really their nickname. And this was a team that they were well off. They had money. And they, it's part of like how why they make fun of Chivas. So... So a lot of the Atlas players, they had gone to England 
and they had studied in England. So, you know, their claim was that they played the real football. They played the Queen's football, John. They learned it. They learned it right where the sport was born. Right. And, you know, so compared to them, Guadalajara, Chivas, they look like goats running in a field. That's kind of where the name got it was during one of the matches, one of the reporters, most likely a Nalas fan. He's saying that that's what Guadalajara looked like, a bunch of goats running in the field. <clears throat> so I think I think all that came back, you know, all of their their excessiveness. Interesting. So because of, of this academical uh, reporter writing this, this line, giving birth, begatting, I'm if not- you will, this the 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 the, the nickname of, of of what has turned out to be Mexico's third most popular team <laughs> behind Club <laughs> America, of course, and Pumas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was from the article. It was from uh, I forget the match, but the reporter did write that. We had to be pretty biased to go to. To criticize, but yeah, and and soon after Chivas started winning, and of you know because of that article that that's how they would make fun of the the team and and the the fans of the team they'll call them goats, and and then after the team started winning, you know the Campionissimo era came soon after. Sure. And um, because because uh, Atlas won the league title in '51, Campionissimo era started around '56. So, five years later, man, it, it was just Atlas who, man. Everyone just forgot, you know. Everything became, you know, Guadalajara became Chivas, man. I mean, when I when I was a kid, and and you know, and then through, actually, I have a funny story about this. Uh, and then through, uh, you know, as I started watching Atlas, they were just terrible. I mean, just terrible. I mean, they they, they were always just hanging on. To not get uh, relegated, they're just a bad team. And uh, when I I left Mexico in the mid '80s, and uh, I didn't get to come back as often as I would like, but uh, one time I came back, and I was it was the first time that I was actually the first time I've been back in Mexico City. And uh, at the airport on TV, they were showing highlights of what I had to assume was the final. And, and and Atlas had won the game, so I was like, like oh my god, is this has everything gone to hell so bad that now Atlas is winning Liga MX? Is, is is what I was thinking, but it turned out, of course, they didn't win any. It was they were just showing highlights of uh, of, of some Atlas game for some reason. So no, the answer was uh, <laughs> was was very quickly no that Atlas did not uh, win the league title. I I started watching and I only got to see a few games when Bielsa was the coach. He was there. Bielsa was just getting a start. He had right. been at New World. And um, and then, um, but the majority was once La Volpe took over. But that was pretty much the team that Bielsa had built. You know, him and he had some of the other guys like... So you're saying that Bielsa can go to, can go to La Volpe and say, ese equipo Cholarme. Yeah, but... You know, when Bielsa was doing this whole thing with, with, you know, he was, he improved Atlas um, youth, youth development and scouting. He had, there was two guys there, 
Now is um, El Huero Real and Efraín Flores. Efraín Flores has been at Pachuca, which not surprisingly has had one of the top, um, you know, youth development. And Huero Real was at Chivas for years. And he's at Toluca, which has been there for about a year now, John. I'm going to give him two more before we can see results. Who's that? I'm sorry. El Huero Real. Oh. The guy that... El Profe Camberrayas loves to hate. Oh, isn't, isn't El Huero Real, isn't he the, the, the Cabezón Luna of Chivas? Won't he come crawling back when, when, they, <laughs> when they need him? Not, not anymore because you have, um, you have, um, who, um. Well, let me ask you this. Is, is, is El Huero Real part of the, the, the House, House Fry uh, Tower Alliance? He is. He is. Ah, okay. So He's when they very... come back, he comes back. Well, that's old school Guadalajara right there, well, I, man. That's, I, yes. Those are the old school it. families, and and um, those are like the old gods, man. This this other guy, uh, Iguera, is like the new ones. Right. So he, you know, he wants none of that. He doesn't want these guys stealing his mojo. Because I mean, yeah. I kind of don't blame them. They they just have that much more influence and weight in in that area, just because they've been around for a long time. And, and... Right. Well, I mean, they uh, they will be back. They will be back at some point uh, in uh, in Guadalajara, which of course means that the Huero Real will also will also be back. So so, where is he again, Joel? He's 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 you know, at Toluca, but he's not the head coach of Toluca. He's, he's no, no, he's the head coach. no, no. I mean, where Real? He he got to coach, but his fort has always been youth development. That's so that, been, is that what he's he, doing at Toluca right now? Yeah, that's what he's doing. I mean, that's even when he started, the first place he went to learn to learn about. Youth development was Pumas. You know, we're talking, we're going way back to the 80s, man. So he went, he went to the place to be if you wanted to learn about would have been, youth uh, development uh, in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. For, for the for, for those who, who, who don't know, back then, and, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Pumas fan, but, but there were basically three teams that supplied national team players. It was Pumas, America, and Chivas, and that was it. And the majority of them were Pumas players, and that's just... I'm not blowing smoke up people's butts. That's just the reality. That that's how it was. They were. It was the most consistent factory generator of players that Mexico had at that time. Yeah, for and for factory. many years. It, it, yeah. Base of the national team for 20 years. It's just it's just a fact. It's science. Yeah. It's science, Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> it's science. No, but he see so Oral went there and then he he went to Ajax. He went to Ajax to study. And then he he came back and he got to work in, in Atlas. So you know his, was, his next step was, was, be, was there. His next step would have to be to go to FC Dallas to see what, what, what my boy Oscar Pareja's doing. <laughs> no, I think he he's learned everything. It's just I think he gets a bad rap because as a coach and, and they would just throw him on. And I I do think Vergara uh, threw him under the bus a few times. Where oh, there's no question. I mean, he was a, 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 a you know a very loyal company guy. Yeah. And yeah, he, he, got... 
Yeah, yeah. he gave them the team on the very bad, right. you know, circumstances. They had sold players. He didn't buy any players. So, you know, that's, that's what stuck team. with fans, here's, though. Here's those and cups and a ball gag. Now go coach the team. <laughs> and, and, you know, a lot of the fans already forgot that this guy led – he led – uh, Chivas to a Libertadores final. He, they don't give him much credit, but I mean, I, I think he deserves more than he gets. He's gotten a lot of hate, you know. But <laughs> in, in Mexico, he's considered one of the best as far as youth development, one of the all time best. His name's up there, John. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm looking at my my little chart here, uh, Joel. So I have, you know, I don't have to tell you, but you know, we have we have obviously we have, so we have that, and then we have we have, so that's two, that's two. We do have Elim. Gotta, gotta have. If you're gonna have Chivas drops, you gotta have this. In fact, I'm I'm guessing you could probably sing along to that. Uh, you, you probably have that on you know at one point in your life, maybe you had that as a, as, as a ringtone. And then Buddha doesn't get as much play, but maybe maybe it should. Hold. Maybe you maybe you'll convince me that this one needs needs a little more. That's one of my favorites. So we have that, and then of course, so that's four. Now, uh, you know, I want to be fair. So we have, we have, right now it's, it's four Chivas, and we have we have. So we have we have we have the one. But but we're not but we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Oh, hit the wrong button here. Let's see. Let's see. So so we have more. Hold We do have more. We have we have this one. So that's so that's five. And then we have this one. So that's really that's really like we really can't say that that, but that it, it is on two different keys. It is. We do have that. Now moving over to the other side, we have this one. So it's it's now six to two, it, it, six to two Chivas to America. But now it, it gets better. We have we have. You know that is actually not bad for for, for Ned. He 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 gets it pretty close. Doesn't sound, doesn't sound bad. Guadalajara, 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 Guadalajara. You know that that song is probably what like sixty seven years old. Then you know exactly who it is singing that song. So so it's now it's now it's now eight eight to two. But we're, <laughs> but we're not that we, we we can't forget this oldie but a goodie. So we have we have Chiva contra Chiva, so that's nine. That is that that is nine Chivas drops to only only two Americas. Now we do have other America drops, so I don't wanna but but it's it's, it's only three more and and it's more to mock than it is to celebrate. We have which is we haven't had an Americanista for a while, so we can't uh and we have the chorus, of course. And everyone's favorite, the drums. You know, when, when, when the sad point is being made about the, how bad the refereeing was. You know, we always play the drums for that. I like that you were screeching. Like, it's like playing, exactly. <laughs> it's like playing taps at a funeral, you know. You, 
So I think that that goes to show that uh, that that Chivas now is Chivas more popular or is it just more 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 more, more they just give us more material. I think they I think it goes back and forth as far as popularity, but they do have given more material. Let's see, and then uh, on bank three, and then they then look like I have. Uh, and that, but you know, one that we haven't played in a while, Hoed, because we really haven't had a situation, is, uh, is one of my favorites, is, is this one. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like, dumb! I'm smart! And I want respect! You know. Just haven't had a reason to play that one in a while. Of course, we haven't really been on in a while either, too, so. But that one always, uh, and, and, and Hoed, one that we just, Used to play with with fervor and enjoy it, and you know it, it, it almost it almost reached sad flute level levels <laughs> of, 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 of sadness and, and and hilarity at the same time was. Uh, I'm afraid I just blew myself. It has been a quite a while since we've played that. <laughs> Our sad flute. We haven't played sad flute as well. That is true. I was going to save the sad flute for later, but. Uh, yeah, so 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 you you know as a Chivas fan, what what does that say about this show that we have nine Chivas drops to only five, and of course that's that. I mean, and everybody else you know either has two or or only one. No, I think that Chivas has provided a lot of material. I mean, the show Club de Cuervos. A lot of their storylines are based on stuff that happened at Chivas. Right. You know. I like that show. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the the the, the ballad of uh, Hugo Sanchez? I haven't. I haven't. It's oh, on my to watch list. You need to see it. There's a, there's a, a a sequence in one in one of the, there's like five or six episodes, and one of the last episodes that just I was peeing myself. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, you know, a lot of that stuff, the, the whole uncomfortable comedy stuff. Uh, uh, you know when it, when it's done well is good, but when it's done badly is just like 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 really irritating, like like uncomfortable. It's like it's like why am I watching this? this isn't you know this isn't funny? And yeah, uh, so there was a there was a little of that, but uh, overall it was it was it was it was good. Oh, you and, mean the early seasons? And uh, and Hugo Sanchez. Well, the early season of Club de Cuervos I thought were really funny. They were a lot more entertaining. I mean, to me they were a little more entertaining because the characters were so over the top. Yeah, and 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 the guy who plays uh, Salvador, he's just he's really good. Oh yeah, he's, he's doing the Verizon. Be, yeah, he's going to be. He does a the Verizon superstar. commercials. He's going to be a superstar for sure. Yeah, if, his timing is good. Yep. Indeed, it is. So, Joel, before we wrap it up here tonight, uh, Chivas, Pumas. Does does Chivas get to keep their hegemonía sobre las Pumas, donde no yeah, I, han perdido desde 1982? I do think they could manage a, a draw. Un empate. Joel, Joel dice empate. Yeah, and I had them making five points. So to my fellow Chi hermanos who are worried that, you know, the team might not make make the playoffs. If they do get that tie, 
They're still in good standing. They have to well, finish the season with 26 points. So currently, currently right now, Cruz, Cruz Azul is still in the uh, yes in the liderato, and then followed by by América, and then Santos, Monterrey, Pumas, Toluca, Tigres, Pachuca round out the top eight. Guadalajara is ninth, tied with Querétaro and Tijuana, uh, and Pachuca actually for uh, Puebla is only one point behind, and then there's León, Morelia. Necaxa is at 11, so that's that's like on the teetering on the edge of eh, probably not probably not a chance. Lobos with 10 in Veracruz, and you're you're right. Atlas did win; they 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 did get that uh, win. <laughs> so if I were Liga Mekis, I would I would be you know if I were Liga Mekis and TV executives, I'd be looking at that that top eight and go, man, if Chivas can sneak into that top eight, that's a pretty good looking liguilla. Yeah, because I guarantee you, Televisa likes seeing the liguilla of Cruz Azul América. Pumas, Toluca, Tigres, Guadalajara, instead of a Liguilla of Pachuca, Tijuana, Puebla, Leon, Morena, Necaxa, they just, yeah. So, uh, let's, uh, you know, that would be good. And it's always, I've always thought that the uh, the, the first uh, apertura, if we have to have the two seasons, I think that that Liguilla is always a lot more entertaining to me, a lot more, there's a lot more interest because it's also Christmas time, so it's just, it's uh and then that, that Christmas night game uh, for the Liga was outstanding. Wh- whoever thought of that, you know, mis mis respetos, señor. <laughs> or what is it that uh, uh, the guy the, the the guy with the knife? He's good with the knife, and uh, the Godfather was de saludo, Don Corleone. You know. <laughs> so we have a. Uh, so you say you say tie. I would love for 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 Pumas to to finally break this 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 awful run of of, of results that, that that they've had in the in the in the regular season. Now I can't say the same for the for the for the postseason against Chivas because I because I do seem to recall that that uh, Pumas does very well in the postseason against against Chivas at least in their last two instances. I could say that. Yeah, but, no one. But, but 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 Pumas has uh, you know if, if if 26 points is the magic number they have seven games to get seven points. And uh with uh with their schedule I think that they can squeeze out well now that I'm looking at it maybe it, it may not be as easy as I thought they have after this so so this was really their last uh Yeah, that's the, their last chance to get face, points. They face Tigres after that. They have Tigres, Tijuana, Cruz Azul, Toluca, Santos. So like a murderous yeah. row. Of, <laughs> Compared of to Chivas, now look, look at Chivas' last run. I mean, they go they go up against Lobos, which they could easily snatch up points there. I wouldn't say easily, but but you know. Yeah, I mean, so they're of running... all the teams, not Atlas, that's the other one you want to face. Yeah, so it's it, it's all bottom half teams except for one. So they have Lobos, Morelia, Puebla, León, and then Tigres. Is and, how, and they face uh, Tigres last. Right. Which, which makes a big difference. A tigres de medio pelo. Yeah, they could very well be qualified, and Tigres, uh, Tuca could just throw in the bench just to rest his players for the league. Um, so right. that, that could very well happen. Unless he's trying to protect his standing on the, on the league, you know, to... To make sure he has the, 
you know, he doesn't end up playing an, a tough game, you know, doesn't get paired up with one of the other stronger teams. Um, but chances are he'll throw, he'll throw in some of the, the reserves. Well, we'll see how that, uh, how that works out for, for, for those teams. But man, that just, yeah, that's, the Pumas. So, so Pumas needs the win here, I think, is, is what the, uh, what the reality is. Cause, cause getting four points against those teams, I think, is a little more realistic than having to get seven. I don't know if Pumas has two wins against the, Santos and Toluca and Cruz Azul and Tigres and you know they get Tijuana has been like the one team that, that that Pumas just can't beat and if it's in Tijuana then 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 look out. Yeah, Chivas has also yeah. struggled with Tijuana away. Um, but yeah, but but man, it is Liga MX. Anything can happen. That is true. That is true. Teams are known to lose their hot streak. Uh, Tijuana was one of the main ones when they had Travieso Guzman. They had a really hot start to the season. They were pretty much winning every home game convincingly. And then by the midpoint, I don't even know what happened. It just, they just crashed and burned and ended up not making, you know, they went from candidates to win the league title to not even qualifying to the playoffs. Right. Um, I mean, it happened to Pumas in, in the last season. I mean, they were, you know, after six or seven games, they were top of the league out of the 18 or 20, you know, whatever. They had like 16 points, and then they went like on a, on a seven-game winless streak. And and, and, and had, to, had to, yeah, had to, you know, fight and crawl to get into the Gia just so they could get their just their ass whipped by whoever it was they played in the first round. You know, just a, a complete a complete capitulation. Thank you, sir, man. Have another... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh, have another. Yeah, so there it is. Now I have to say, you know, when it comes to when it comes to what we have here available to us on our little board here, that's probably the movie that I think I have I've represented the most because I, 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 you know, we have that, and then we have our. You still want to show me your cucumber? And of course, we have the one. This one actually fit really well today because you mentioned uh, Juli Pena. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. <laughs> yeah, oh. one, that doesn't sound as good, but you know, very, very effective, very effective advice. My advice to you: start drinking heavily. You know, and of course, and then the second half of that is: you should listen to Bluto. He is pre-med. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny stuff. So that that is that is so we have we have we have Chivas heavily represented and of course we have uh that heavily represented as well. So that's how we roll here on the Cantina Mikey's podcast is uh, is what we're trying to say. Ooh, so now now Hoed, I, I am I am now bearish on uh, on Pumas's chances to uh to make the Ligue at this point if uh if because if, if there's a team that's got a six game losing streak in them it's Pumas. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, I think to me, I'll put it at a coin toss. Um, I, I would put same as with Chivas. There's a couple games that they have to win. So from the last, 
like I wasn't expecting Chivas to beat Monterrey. Right. And then I had them at least getting some points at home against Querétaro, and, and it, it was the opposite. So I, I mean, I expected them to lose to Monterrey and then get points from Querétaro, and they, they ended up doing the opposite. Right. They beat Monterrey, and then they lose at home to Querétaro. Um, <clears throat> well, but they're terrible at home, and, 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 and that's the problem for Chivas is – well, they did win. They did. They finally broke that winless streak, and uh, so some of these has been growing pains. Some m- pretty bad mistakes from some of the young players giving away the ball and, and such. Oh, that's right. And poor uh, uh, Benjamin Galindo with his uh, just a, with a really rough out the ball against Pumas. He keeps he keeps doing autogoles, man. Yeah, he, he was with Almeida. <laughs> and Mati Almeida is still, uh, you know, waiting by the phone. He's he has an academy, John. He did, has uh, his football you, academy. Uh, does he? Yeah. Did, did, did you ever have that part of your life, Joel, where you had to you had to wait by the phone for something? Oh you yeah, many times. You had to wait many, for the call. We had to wait. I, I can't go anywhere. I'm expecting a call. Many times, I just you know lay there staring at the phone, trying to will yeah. it to ring. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever, when you were calling a girl, dial the sixth number but not the seventh, and like, like, take you like like twenty minutes to work up the courage <laughs> to to dial that seventh number? Oh no! Or did you? I didn't get that far. Did you go? No, so not so not even six. Huh? You you stop it. <laughs> that is uh, that is very interesting. So you, you're calling a draw. I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say Pumas wins it. I think that they uh they know what's ahead of them and they know that they absolutely have to get points. So I think they're gonna gonna what's well proponer gonna gonna proponer and I think that they're gonna they're gonna get the result. And and the only reason I say that is because I guess because La Chofis got hurt and he couldn't play that in, in in the Clásico. So if, if if La Chofis is still hurt, then I think Pumas wins going away. But if La Chofis is playing, then all bets are off. I think Chofis, Chofis is key, huh? Yep. Well, I think Pulido, I think you're, you're starting to see some of these players from Chivas get their mojo back. I think Pulido's one of them. Brizuela has definitely been one of them. And um, and Orbelin, Orbelin has been improving. Uh, you know, he's getting back course, to his old self. you have to owe it all to Barranquín. Who, who has come in on loan from Pumas? And yeah, Van Rankin is he's he's he was a sleeper transfer. No one was expecting much, and I don't know if you saw um, one one of the plays he did where he went through two players. He looked man, that was just goat ranking right there, man. That little play he did. Um, yeah, it was it was it was for the goal against America. The way he Oh yeah, yeah, that was him. He, that was him. Who did the setup and it was Yeah, yeah. I mean like 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 that that goal was was better because of what he did than the actual, you know, play on the goal itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well Pulido just had to tap it in, but right. he's he's been, you know, I I think Chivas hasn't had a player like that since Ramon Morales. And Dang. and they came under similar they they came under similar similar situations where Chivas had sold Ramon Ramirez and Morales came in and he was just expected to be like a backup player 
and he ended up just being one of the club's most emblematic players, most consistent players. And it's kind of the same now when you had like Chiva selling Pizarro, you know, and then they bring like Van Ranking and no one expecting much. And he's, he's quickly becoming, you know, he's, you could say arguably he's one of the better players right now. Well, I think, I think he's been their best player, honestly. I mean, that is the yeah. most consistent. Yeah, I have to agree. And so, I mean, if he maintains that level, he's he could be up there, you know. It's one of the symbolic. He's going to become one of the symbolos chivas. Yeah, idolo is, 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 is he? Yeah, he should, man. Because, yeah. I mean, he came when the team needed. team needed a player like that. Uh, team was calling for Pulido to be that player, and Pulido yeah. just, he buckled, man. He had to go to counseling. Uh, did he have to go to Colombia? Did they send him to Colombia? I don't think, I don't know. I don't think they did. Uh, so it wasn't that, so it wasn't a, like a complete breakdown then. <laughs> well, that was, I don't It didn't warrant a trip was, to Colombia. No, that, that wasn't for breakdowns. That was for, it, it was weird. You know, I got to hear like uh, one of the Chiba players talked about one one of the exercises they had them do in Colombia, and they had them kind of dress up like a bum, and stand in a corner and ask for money. Wow! So maybe maybe we gotta do that to Profe Cambiarayas, you know? <laughs> Just give him an exercise. Just you know, one make, one weekend. Make, make his U sixes do that. Make, <laughs> could sell him chiclets. That's right. um, but you know, he he Cardoso admitted that 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 Pulido was receiving some therapy, and right after he came back, he's he's been he scored two goals, uh, two games straight. He could have had three goals, but one of his goals was called called off. It looked pretty legit. So I'm hoping he he can continues and he stays like that. But I do think like like Ben Ranking and and. And uh, and Brizuela just stepping up big time. I think it's it's you know inspired some of these other guys to to step it up and to have confidence again because I think they they had lost a lot of confidence thinking like oh well we suck now because all these guys are gone. <laughs> they weren't wrong. They weren't wrong. But I'm not keeping and, and, and save the day. So I think you know it's, yeah. When Chivas win the title and 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 uh, you know and. <laughs> You know, nine months from now, nine months from now in the hospital, the kids have been named Brian Barranquin Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'll be happy to leave here. I, I still think they could qualify, and then next season, you know, I think they could bring in like two good players, and then then I would. You know, I, I know, I know we that. haven't been on in a while, Hood, but I but I can't, I cannot, in good faith. Continue to do this podcast without 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 reminding our audience that after week two, you suggested to Chivas fans that they go on loan and root, and root for another team. <laughs> no, I I didn't say that, John. And, it's recorded uh, for, for the for the for the for the upcoming season because because <laughs> uh, ya estuvo ya estuvo after no. week two for you. I said to not have high expectations. Like like the goal is to qualify to league and don't expect much more. As that was my take. If, so if they qualify, consider it a successful season. If they didn't, it's not so bad just because they're rebuilding. Uh, 
that continues to be my take. I think next season with two good players coming in, they could once again challenge. I do think I do think that you are uh, you were definitely onto something there, Hood. Yeah, yeah, because see, I had, they had a bunch of young players that they're not really bad. They just need more, you know, more time to jail, more exposure, more more playing time. Uh, well, they, they, they sent uh, the the Rolando kid, the one they got from uh, Santos. He's now he's at Zacatepec. Yes. And uh, I'm not sure how many goals he has there, but at least he's getting playing time. And uh, you know they have the you know the guy Sandoval has done well. They, the, a lot of the uh, the young guys, they had a really young guy start the the Clásico. Yeah, Sandoval's a guy I forgot to mention, and yeah, he was. He was the guy that was brought in, and then uh, Mati didn't want to. He didn't want to play him. I guess he he didn't convince him, so he wasn't he wasn't playing him. Well, Mati was bringing him off the bench. He convinced him some. Yeah, but but they were so he was supposed to like to get groomed to be like a starter, you know. Right. But who knows? Um. Yep. But that's all that, John. I have to get, have to it, get going. It, it, it is time to wrap, uh, uh, to wrap it up. Yeah. Well, it sounds <laughs> like they've been begging on you the whole show. Oh snap! No, nah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I only say that. I can say, I feel like, like I can only say that to you as as one as one married man to another. You know, I would, yeah. I would never, you know, if you were. So uh, you know, I understand that that I, that I do it in the in, in, in the purest faith, and the best of intentions. Porque yo entiendo, no, seriously, it's it's fun. Joel, it was a, it was a, I'm, glad, I'm glad to have you back here in the in the, yes. in the U.S. of A. I'm, I'm glad, I'm sure you. Oh, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about your trip. We'll have to do that when we have more people. We did it. Well, I mean, I would say the highlight. I got to meet up with Martin del Palacio. Uh-huh. Had not had not seen him in years since 2006, to be wow. exact. I was I was part of his bullpen for the. Um, or it was, uh, I believe, Excelsior newspaper. So right. I worked with him during the the World Cup uh, covering matches. Uh, so I hadn't seen him since then, and we met up. Right, we met up after the um, it was the Bar- Barcelona PSV Champions League game. Okay. Yeah. Me dormí, John, because I I should have gotten tickets ahead of time, but. I just, you know, I wasn't even looking at the calendar. I got there and I was like, "Oh, there's a game today." But yeah, that was that was pretty neat. Catching you know, up I, think, with I, him think, again. I think that that's that's an experience that I think that even I mean, like, you know, you know, I'm I, I don't I, I'm I've never I've never met your wife. I uh, I don't know if she's a soccer fan or not. But it seems like 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 even for non soccer fans to to go to that stadium. Yeah. Watch that. It's got to be just you know that's an experience that. That even if you're not a side, you, you probably, you know, give an opportunity. It would, it would, it would be, you know, something to, uh, to catch. But, yeah. Uh, but I understand. No, yeah. But you, it, it didn't end up happening for you to, no, go, to go to the. No, I'll say anyone if you need, if you want tickets, get them ahead of time, man. Estoy muy agringado right here. You could pretty much go the day of the game and get tickets. Right. I mean, for most games, you know, for most games. Well, I'm sure that there were people uh, but, that that were probably standing outside the no the the, the company. Oh yeah, the, but they were up there in price. 
Uh, oh, so you tried. You, you so you tried to go. No, I, lo- I looked up. I looked up. I looked up the, oh. what they were going for. And on, it was on, already... on the stub hub? Yeah, man. Even, even, yeah, they were already pretty pricey now. Uh, yeah, but, but for anyone that, you know, is going to go, just plan it ahead of time sure. as, as far as you can, you know, and you won't have any problems and you'll get the best prices. Indeed. So you went to Barcelona, you went to, was it Granada? Yeah, I went to Granada and then I was in Sevilla. And then I I went down to um, Lisbon. Right. And then I was in Fosto Arelo, which is a small, small town an hour out of, of Lisbon. Wow. Yeah, so it's like a beach town. So I was there for a few days. Then came That's back. Nice. So north, <laughs> north or south of Lisbon? I don't know, man. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> I just I was by the playa, dude. Was... Yeah, did you go swimming? No, it's cold, dude. Oh, I know. That water is really cold. I... Hey, you don't have to tell me. I've been <laughs> in that water. <laughs> it's like no. I had. I thought it was gonna be like Acapulco, you know, running in. Ooh, it's, gonna be... <laughs> <laughs> it's freezing cold, yeah. Yeah. In fact, in fact, for the rest of the trip, we used the ocean. To, we we threw our bottles of water in the ocean to cool them to cool them down. <laughs> That's what the ocean was used for. Yeah. It was so cold. But uh, anyway, so that sounds like a, a pretty amazing trip. We'll have to. Uh, yes. Out of out of everything that you you saw and did, is is there one thing? One thing that stands out, like the one thing you like that you're you're not gonna remember for the rest of your life. Oh, I was in Granada, so there's like the I can't remember the name, but they have like the gypsy caves. You right. could go up, you could go up like a hill, and there's there's they're like these homes that are like pretty much hole in the wall, and and they do like gypsy shows there. A lot of like the flamenco. Right, flamenco music and dance. So I, I got to be, I got to be in one of those homes, and I got to see a show, and that was very memorable. And really, that's interesting. Yeah, I think you posted some video of that. Yeah, and a picture. I got, I got to get a picture of yeah. one of the gypsy ladies. Did you Did you dance with one of the gypsy ladies? No. Um, no. I, I can't. You didn't I can't leave, keep up with that. You didn't leave. By 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 being a recipient of, of of a gypsy curse, I hope. No, no. I hope you. I hope you're respectful. I was no, very, okay. yeah. All right, because right. you you know that's that would that would be that sounds amazing. That that sounds like a like a really really great experience. I, I've had very limited experience in Spain. I've always wanted to go and uh, how was uh. How how was Martin? What did you guys talk about? Did you guys talk about the show? We ended up talking about football, which I, you know, that we, we caught up a little, you know, and uh, I thought we were just gonna talk about random stuff, and it ended up being a lot yeah. of football talk. Yeah. Did you guys have <laughs> a? Like, was it was it cathartic? Did you get get some stuff off your chest? Did you did you no, peel was, another layer off the horn? I said as football onion. No, no, it's not oh, nothing right. like that. No, no, not, like, some... not like the first few Cantina Mackey shows for you? <laughs> no, not at all. All right. No, not like that. 
So what 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 are, what are is it, are some of the is that some of you guys could is it you we would be willing to share here on the show or was it a a confidential conversation? No, just random stuff, you know. Uh, but for him, I don't know if I wanna I wanna say. No, of course. I mean, you know, I, I, we understand. Yeah, he has some. He's talked to us about it. Um, you know, uh, he's he's doing NFL. He's He's, I think he got hired to do NFL, so he might be, he might be coming to LA soon. So right. that's that's one of the things, yeah, we were talking about. Well, well, well that'll be. Uh, maybe I will uh, have an opportunity to finally, uh, finally meet him, Cardi West. Yeah, yeah. But but you I do think it's pretty awesome that he did. He did join the Cantina Mekis podcast uh, once from the Ukraine, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> it did. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, shows you the a... kind of clout we have here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. That we yeah. And he's... Calling he's in very... the show from, from the Ukraine. <laughs> he's a very busy guy, so. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Joel, it was, uh, it was, it was great to have you on. You know, once again, Joel, I have to say this was probably one of our, one of our better podcasts here. It was, yeah, uh, it it's... was very enjoyable. It went I think we were both in a good mood, and uh, it uh, was was reflected in our, in our in our in our excellent choice of topics, of course. It was, and, 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 the, and the way in which we were able to to present the information to our to our listening audience, you know, with 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 insight, with humor. F- frankly, you know, with a little panache, it was uh, it, it was a good show. You should be very proud. In fact, why don't you go ahead and just just pat yourself on the back a little bit after after tonight's show? I think that that's a. I just did. Yeah, yeah I did too. It was, it was, while, it was, while, it was, I, while I'm still able to do that. It was a good effort. In a, in a few years, I might not. Yeah. <laughs> when they do the Optus stats tomorrow and they listen to the show, they're gonna they're gonna give us each an eight an eight point nine. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think I think we did all right. We did all right. Of course, we're very happy that you guys joined us. And we have to say again, you know, thanks to uh, Chiki's Gamba for holding down the fort here in the Cantina Mekis podcast the last couple of weeks. Uh, it, it's going to be, uh, for me at least, uh, on a personal note, it's going to be, I know that we're going to continue to have the Cantina Mekis podcast. We may not necessarily have them on Thursday night, but I think that it's something that we will be recording more so and uh, and then posting them on our uh on the podcast. So if you subscribe to the Cantina Mekis podcast on Google Play or on iTunes, I think that that's probably going to be your best bet to listen yeah. to uh, future and upcoming shows because there's not because of uh, the way that our schedules are. Mine in particular with my crazy NBA schedule that's coming up, uh, it's going to be uh, kind of like when we can do it. But but we do want to continue to do it, and I think it's uh, you know, I would always make fun of uh, of everybody here on the podcast, and uh, occasionally make fun of myself. Uh, uh, but uh, but I do think that the, this that the show is definitely a way for me to help peel some layers off of my football onion too. So I do appreciate y'all putting up with my with my endejadas here on the Cantina Mekis yeah. podcast and put our knowledge to the test because we That's make right. claims, and then later on you have to, you know, see how far off or how close you were to it. That's right, but but I have to. Saying. I have to admit that you know, Joel, for the past, uh, you know, at least for the past year or so, you have been el el chaman. <laughs> at least with Chivas, I have mm. um, been following them long enough to have a good understanding of the team. Yeah, 
Well, glad to have you with us, Joel. We'll uh, we'll talk again uh, at, at a future time. Glad to have you with us, joining us here on the Cantina Mekis podcast again. Okay. Always live on YouTube Thursday nights. Uh, moving forward, we'll see how that works out. And but again, you know, the best bet to catch us is on uh, by subscribing to our page uh, on YouTube and of course uh, on uh, iTunes, the Podcast Center, and on Google Play. My name is John Jagu for Joel Aceves, and all of us here at the Cantina Mekis podcast. I bid you all a very good evening and enjoy the rest of your soccer week.